The book is here. The book is here, my friend. I'm so excited to announce that my new book, my first book, Be Seen, Find Your Voice, Build Your Brand, Live Your Dream, is officially available for pre-order. Oh my gosh, such an exciting moment. And I'm so grateful that you are hearing this because it means that you can go pre-order and get some of my really dope bonuses. Now, I love to incentivize people to take action fast because momentum begets momentum. So I want you to go and pre-order. And when you do, head on over to jengottlieb.com slash be seen and put in your order information so you can get the bonuses for pre-ordering. The bonuses are amazing. First, immediately you're going to get the recording of me reading the introduction and the first chapter to the book. So you can listen to the intro in the first chapter before anybody else. And it's me reading it. So you're going to get a lot of different little behind the scenes nuggets. You'll also get a special invite to my very first Manifestation Masterclass virtual event. Now, this is a two-hour virtual event that I'm going to do where I it's the first time I've ever taught Manifestation in that kind of uh, atmosphere where it's a place where you can ask me questions and we're together on Zoom. It's going to be epic. So everybody that pre-orders is going to get an opportunity to join me for that Manifestation Masterclass. So I can't wait to see you there. I'm so excited for you to get the book in your hands and for you to get those amazing bonuses. So go on over to jengottlieb.com slash be seen and order your book wherever you want to order it from, but put that order number into the website so you can get the bonuses. Go do it. I dare you. Can't wait to hear what you think. Lean into what makes you unique and different. Love yourself more than you care what other people think. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to fail. All of those failures are going to lead you to your purpose that you don't even know what it is yet. And that's okay. You don't need to know. You'll figure it out as you go, but clarity only follows action. And sometimes action's messy. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb. And together, we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Many of you know, some of you don't, that I do get ready with me every single morning, Monday through Friday. And what that is, is an Instagram live where I answer all of your questions live on Instagram while I put my makeup on. I've gotten lots of DMs from you guys that are on the Pacific coast saying, oh my gosh, it's too early for me. I miss it every time. I'm so bummed. Where are the recordings? And we don't save the recordings. So per request, what we're going to do is take some of the best questions and answers from Get Ready With Me's and put them here on the podcast. So you can hear me answer questions about manifestation, marketing, mindset. We're going to pick all the most powerful questions and answers and put them here on the I Dare You podcast for you. So if you missed to Get Ready With Me, there's a really, really good chance that you're going to hear something that you needed listening to these episodes. So without further ado, here is a sneak peek of a Get Ready With Me. Keep in mind, by the way, if you hear some clanging in the background, it's probably because I'm putting my makeup on and sitting at my vanity while answering these questions. So just envision that and put yourself there and make believe that you are with us doing Get Ready With Me Q&A. 
So here's what I've been thinking about this morning. I posted a reel from a mini VIP day that we did here at the apartment. We do these VIP days where we bring in entrepreneurs to come in and strategize with us for the day. And we do laser coaching, we do strategy, and we dive deep into their business and anything that's going on. And we figure out how to solve the problems and how to strategize for the future. And a question that I got asked from one of our entrepreneurs that was here with us last time was, I feel like there's so many people out there that do what I do. Like everybody's a life coach. You'll see this video when I post it later. Everybody's a life coach. There's so many life coaches. There's so many empowerment coaches. And the first thing that I said to her is, well, let's take a step back. The reason that you think that there's so many life coaches and so many empowerment coaches is because that's the industry that you're in. And I guarantee you that you follow a lot of life coaches and empowerment coaches. So you're going to see a lot of that on your feed. So it is going to look like there's a lot of people that do the same thing as you. But here's the thing. Okay. Yes. No matter what industry you're in and no matter what you do, there are going to be other people that do the same thing as you. I hate to break it to you. There's always going to be somebody out there that does something similar, maybe the exact same thing. And we talked about having an abundance mindset and understanding and knowing that just because somebody out there does the same thing as you doesn't mean that they take anything away from you. In fact, somebody else out there doing the same thing as you, if you look at it with a different perspective, can actually be one of the greatest gifts of all time. If you learn to lean into that person and you learn to actually understand that that person is paving the way for you in a lot of ways, they're showing you what works, what doesn't. They're proving the concept that other people are trying to do this. So it's probably a good idea to continue doing it. And also if you can lift up each other, it can help lift up the entire industry. And the more time that you spend worrying about your quote unquote competition and trying to bring them down or trying to control what they're doing, which you can't, the less time you're going to spend building your business and building your brand. It's only going to take away from you. It's not going to take anything away from them. All right. But here's the thing about other people in the industry or in your industry that are doing the same thing as you, you want to be able to stand out. You do. And that's understandable. And she said, this uh, woman that asked me this question, she's like, how do I stand out when I feel like there's so many life coaches? And it's very, 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 very simple how you stand out from the crowd. And it's actually way easier than you think. You don't need to do anything crazy. You actually just have to lean into being you. Because here's the thing. Let's talk about life coaches. There's probably thousands, maybe millions of life coaches in the world. Okay. But there's only one you. So the woman that I was speaking to, her name is Noelle. There's only one Noelle on the planet earth. There's only one Noelle that speaks like Noelle, that has the same story and life experience as Noelle, that has the same mannerisms and the way that she speaks. There's only one Noelle. So if Noelle tries to be like every other life coach on the planet, it's not going to make her stand out from the crowd. It's actually just going to make her like everybody else. So why would they choose her? But the more that she can separate herself just by being her, The uniqueness is what makes you different. It is what makes you stand out. It is what makes certain people connect with you and not anybody else. The more she doubles down on that, the more she's going to stand up from the crowd, the more she's going to build her brand. And I can share with you personally, the more that I share like the weirdness of myself and my life and my story, the more messages I get from you guys saying that you connected with me for that specific reason. So the the more that I can be unique, the more I'm going to actually separate myself from the crowd. And the only way that I can seriously really, really be unique is to lean into the things that only I possess, which are the way that I talk, my mannerisms, the fact that I'm really loud, whatever, that I'm silly, that I'm goofy, the the things that I say that only like are like genisms. And you guys all know you have this. Only you do and say. You've got, you know, things, hobbies that you like or parts of your story of of how you got started or how you found yourself in this industry or where you grew up or what you had to deal with in your life that are only unique to you. 
And the more that you can double down on that, the more that people are only going, there's going to be certain people out there that only resonate with you. And that's how you stand out. And that's also how you attract customers and an audience of people that you're obsessed with, that love you for exactly who you are. It's very, very exhausting to try to be somebody that you're not. Okay. I tried for a really long time. I was on a TV show about heavy metal music and I hated heavy metal music. And it was exhausting trying to keep up with that. My hair fell out because I was trying, I was bleaching my hair all the time. I had no hair. I didn't feel like myself. I had to spend a lot of energy and time researching heavy metal music and pretending that I liked it. It was really exhausting. Keeping up a front is tiring, but when you can start just leaning into who you are, that's so easy. It's like the easiest job of all time to just be you. The only thing is, is that when you're you, it's a very vulnerable place to be as well because you're like, oh shit, if people don't like me for who I am, what does that say about me? And that's scary. But I said this, one of my mentors gave me the greatest piece of advice ever. And he said, when you love yourself as much as you care what other people think, you'll change your life. So what if you could just lean into truly loving you for all of your messiness, for all of your imperfections, for everything that you are and everything that the universe or God or whatever it is that you believe in made you to be you. You're one out of whatever. We've got billions of people on the planet that possess some of those really unique things that are only you. And what if you leaned into them and you learned to love them and embrace them? Then what everybody else thinks doesn't fucking matter anymore. I have my amazing new team member, Chloe, who's sitting across from me right now. And I'm kind of talking to her because she's young and she just got out of college. And if I just got out of college, she's taking no, she's already, if I just got out of college, oh my God, I would say this to me, lean into what makes you unique and different. Love yourself more than you care what other people think. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to fail. All of those failures are going to lead you to your purpose that you don't even know what it is yet. And that's okay. You don't need to know. You'll figure it out as you go, but clarity only follows action. And sometimes action's messy. In fact, most of the time, the best things come out of the messiest actions, (laughs) the failures, the mess ups. So be brave enough to love yourself enough to put yourself out there if that's what you want to do. Again, there's lots of nuance in this. If you don't want to be seen and you don't want to build a brand or be online and stuff like that, that's A-okay. That's cool too. But what if you allowed yourself to really love yourself for who you are within your family or your relationships or your, your job that you're in? How do you get over the fear of failure and perfectionism? I am actively dealing with fear of failure and perfectionism on a daily basis. Yes, it's gotten a lot, a lot better. I've gotten a lot better at failing than I used to be because I have a lot of practice. And the more we practice, the better we get with anything. Um, But I still, I still experience it. And I get to talk to a lot of really successful people regularly. And I always ask them if fear ever goes away. Always. It's like one of, it's my favorite question to ask people that have built billion dollar businesses. I'm like, okay, are you still afraid? (laughs) Like, are you, do you get imposter syndrome? Does it ever end? And they always, every single one of them always says to me, it never goes away. Fear never goes away. It's always going to be there. In fact, the more successful you become, the higher the stakes become sometimes. So fear just gets even, even stronger. The, The thing that does get better though, is that the more that you practice moving through that fear and the more that you practice getting to the other side and doing it with fear there anyway, the better you get at it, the more courageous you become. The entire first section of my book is called Be Courageous. And it's all about moving through fear, not becoming fearless because we're not gonna become fearless. We're human beings and that's okay. So if someone says to you, you gotta be fearless, I want you to high five them and then walk away and like know in your heart, like it's okay, I don't have to be fearless. I just have to work on fearing less. And the way that you work on fearing less is by practicing doing things with fear there anyway. 
is by practicing doing things imperfectly and understanding and knowing each time you do something imperfectly or messily or it doesn't work out that you don't die and nothing bad happens. Or maybe something quote unquote bad happens, but you needed that thing to happen to learn something to do it better the next time. All right. So life, it gets lifey sometimes. We fail. We mess up. It hurts. It sucks. It's absolutely no fun. However, all of those failures and mess ups are the reps. They're the reps. It's the practice. It's like when an athlete, like let's think about somebody like Michael Jordan. Let's think about the greatest of all time, the greatest basketball player of all time. Now, I'm not a real sports fan, but I know a little bit about Michael Jordan. I'm from Chicago and I just watched the movie Air and I watched The Last Dance, obsessed because I'm obsessed with successful people and how they become successful. And when Michael Jordan he was the greatest of all time when he was in the in that moment of being the greatest of all time he was practicing more than anybody else he was getting to the gym before everybody else he was staying later than everybody else even when he was the greatest of all time and believe me you don't hear this a lot but he did miss a lot of the game winning shots he missed them he did mess up he did fail a whole bunch but all of those times that he failed there's quotes online of him saying all of these things cuz i've done a deep dive on him because i think he's like a freaking unicorn, which he is, is that all of those times that he failed and that he messed up, they were all unbelievably important to teach him to get better at trying anyway, or, or the things that he needed to work on in order to be better. And that's how he became the greatest of all time by not by winning every time, not by succeeding every time, but by shooting 85,000 million times. I don't know how many times that's an inaccurate number, but by shooting that basketball so many times and missing a whole bunch, but the ones that he missed are the ones that taught him how to sink it the next time. So we need to be okay with that. We need to be okay with failure. Be brave enough to be imperfect, my love. I can honestly say that if you want to build a brand or a business, the imperfect stuff always converts better than the perfect stuff. Okay. I posted so many like perfectly curated photo shoot photos or videos that were, I thought were so like beautiful and perfect. And they do not do as well as the messy, imperfect me putting my makeup on me, not, you know, like being goofy in my house or like, you know, not fully dry, you know, all the things that are imperfect and just more impromptu because people like to connect with people that they can relate to and perfect people don't really exist on the planet. And so it's very unrelatable. And it feels like there's almost like a like a wall between you and somebody that's way too perfect. You can't get in there. You can't connect with them. People like to buy from and learn from people that they feel connected to. And hopefully we all get to feel connected here. That's one of the reasons why I do this so that we can deeply connect and you can see who I am as a human and not just like an Instagram feed because people showcase their highlight reels and that's okay. That's what this is for, right? Especially if you're building a brand, you want to showcase the greatness of your brand. But I feel like it's also my responsibility to come on here. And if I'm going to showcase highlight reels and show you show you a part of me that is very real, me speaking on stages and stuff like that, I also want to be here behind the scenes with you and connect in real life because it's not all like that. It's not all highlight reel. It, there's a lot that goes on that's definitely not. And often we forget that you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I've seen so many of my friends that have posted such sparkly, beautiful versions of their lives. And I call them and I'm like, congrats. It looks like you're crushing it. Oh my God, your life looks amazing. I'm so proud of you. You're doing awesome. And then they cry to me and they're like, Jen, this is what's really going on. And I'm like, oh my God, you would never know. So I, I just want you to remind yourself of that. If you do find yourself scrolling and looking at everybody's perfect lives and feeling like you need to be perfect too, because you don't ever know what's going on really behind closed doors. 
let's talk about limiting beliefs first and what they are. Maybe you don't even know you're experiencing limiting beliefs and you're like, Jen, I have this goal, but I'm not able to get there. And maybe it's because you've got a tape playing in the back of your mind with a hell of a lot of limiting beliefs. And I still have those and I have to catch them. So the first thing that I want to say to you is if you have limiting beliefs, congratulations, you're normal, you're a human. There's nothing wrong with that. Our brains think uncontrollably, just like our hearts beat uncontrollably. And sometimes our brain thinks thoughts that aren't that nice. And that comes from conditioning from our childhood, maybe trauma, maybe an experience that you had in your life. Maybe somebody said something to you at some point in time. Maybe you consumed a piece of content. Maybe you had a dream. Maybe you had an experience. And all of those experiences in life create our beliefs. But the cool thing about limiting beliefs or beliefs in general is we can change them. I know this to be true only because I've been able to do it for myself. I used to be an unbelievably negative person. I used to be incredibly pessimistic. And I look back at that girl that was very pessimistic and negative and had a ton of really limiting negative beliefs about myself and my capabilities and, and, and beliefs about the world and just how hard everything was. And, and, and I always pretty much looked at a lot of things with the glass half empty mindset. And I look at that girl from ages ago and I'll read old journal entries that I wrote back in the day when I was, when I had that mindset and I don't even recognize her. And that's good news for us because it's proof that people can change. Change is not easy. It actually takes a lot of consistency. It takes some discomfort. It takes a lot of discipline, which a lot of people don't really like, which is why a lot of people don't change because they're not really willing to be disciplined or sit in the discomfort of having to change. However, I can safely say that I've removed a lot of the limiting beliefs that I had. I still have some. They still absolutely creep in. And the more I grow, the more new limiting beliefs happen to pop up. But now I know how to address them and I know how to deal with them. And I know how to slowly but surely work my way through them and create new beliefs that are less limiting and more positive, more optimistic, um, and more abundant, abundant beliefs. Um, so what I like to do is I just recognize my my thoughts. So if I, if I hear myself saying something to myself, that's really negative and mean, I'll just say, Oh, wow. Okay. I just caught that. Sometimes you don't catch it, but sometimes you can catch it. And if you can catch it, I want you to try to really catch it. Today, I caught myself scrolling social media and having a negative limiting belief about something that I was working on and that it wasn't as good as somebody that I saw. And I just started creating this limiting belief that maybe I'm an imposter, imposter syndrome, all of that stuff. Maybe I'm not good enough to be doing this. All of those thoughts. And I caught myself and I paused and I said, wait a second, is that true? And I asked myself, is what you're thinking right now the truth? Because sometimes our brain tells us lies. And I asked myself, is it true? And I think back to what the thought is that I'm thinking. Is that true? Is that true? Is that true? And usually it's not. Maybe there you have to be self-reflective and maybe some of it is. Are you not qualified to write a book? No, that's not true. Because if I wasn't qualified, then I wouldn't have gotten a book deal. And I wouldn't actually have a physical book that's sitting on my table right now that I have to show you guys. I have galleys, but that's not true. So go and actually ask yourself what's true here and what's not. And then you can ask yourself to choose a different thought. We talk about this a lot. Um, Gabby Bernstein, a good friend of mine, the woman who wrote the foreword in my book talks about the choose again method, which I am absolutely obsessed with because you can't necessarily choose the first thought but you can ask yourself, is that thought true? And then you can choose the second thought to think instead of the first one. And then you can take action based on that second thought rather than the first one. So if that first thought is an unbelievably negative limiting belief, shitty, that sucks. Oh my God, you're a human. You have negative limit, limiting belief thoughts sometimes and that's okay. All right. We hear the thought. We see the thought. We think it. Is it true? 
No, it's not true. Okay, so what's a better thought that I can think instead of that one that would give me, maybe build myself up a more positive belief that I can carry on throughout this day and maybe help me to take action in a more positive, constructive way. So maybe my negative limiting belief was, oh, Jen, you're not worthy of writing this book. You should just not talk about it and you should just not be seen, even though ironically my book is called Be Seen. Okay. Is that true? No, that's not true. (laughs) So what's a better thought that I can now think? No, I am worthy. And then you can go into affirmations. You can pull out your badass list. I've taught many of you how to do a badass list. If you don't know how to do a badass list, don't worry. It's in the book. But there's a lot of different tools that you can start to use to be able to actually reframe your beliefs and create new ones by using affirmations, by using tools like the badass list, by consuming a really positive piece of content, by maybe calling a friend that you love, that loves you, that's really supportive of you and having them actually speak some love and some encouragement into you. That can help so much. Connection is so unbelievably important. And then more important than thinking is always doing. So what's one action step that you can do to prove that limiting belief wrong, to prove to yourself that that's a lie and what is true? It could just simply be sticking with a little commitment that you make. Maybe it's making a commitment to yourself like, okay, I'm going to go do something that's better for me today. Like I'm going to call a friend. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go. I'm actually going to write this page of this book. I'm going to write this paragraph. I'm going to post online. I'm going to do an Instagram live, something that'll make you feel really good. And then go take action in a positive way that's going to give you, give yourself some momentum. So you immediately took whatever negative path you were going down and you flipped it around. You told yourself it's okay to experience that negative limiting belief. And then you gave yourself the tools to be able to flip that thought, think a new one, and then take action in that new version of yourself that has a more positive belief. And over time, by doing that consistently, changing that thought and giving yourself a second thought that's more positive and proving those lies to be lies and creating new truths for yourself and taking action in the version of you that lives in that truth, you're going to develop new beliefs. And your beliefs are what dictate your actions. And then pretty soon, you're going to be subconsciously just thinking more optimistically. That's what happened to me. And now instead of thinking, oh man, I'm so pissed off that that happened, maybe I'll say, oh man, I'm so pissed off that that happened. But I immediately go to, you know what, but I'm grateful that I had that in my life for as long as I did. Or I'm grateful for this lesson because it taught me X, Y, Z. That is automated for me now, for the most part. Like I do, it's kind of annoying sometimes because I'm like, no, wait, what's positive about this? And sometimes there, it's very hard to find the positive. And sometimes the positive doesn't immediately come to be. Sometimes it's just shitty. Sometimes it is, and that's okay. And you can allow it to be that. But all I want to ask you is to trust and know and believe in something that one day you'll look back and you will know why. And there will be something to be grateful for in that situation one day. It might not be immediate, but it will come eventually. There will be something, some form of growth, something you needed to learn, a relationship you needed to build, something you needed to let go of to make you a better, more equipped person in the future. There will be something. And If you have a good gratitude practice, just by like waking up every day and saying, oh my God, I'm so grateful for Makeup by Mario because this is the greatest foundation ever. Like that's the silliest thing, but it still puts my mind in a a state of, of remembering that there's things to be grateful for. You are awake and alive on this beautiful day. You have this day to create what you want. You get to be who you want this day. You get to make choices this day. You have something to be grateful for. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. 
So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.